Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I hope you're all having a fantastic day. And if you're not, well, then good thing you're here because this will probably brighten your day right up. So this is the second episode of my podcast. I know you've all probably been chomping at the bit waiting for me to release the second one. But I'm just one person. I can only work so fast. So I hope you don't mind the the 24-hour wait. Um, I've been getting a lot of questions since I started my podcast and, like, ever since I've gotten this newfound fame, I guess, that, you know, really came overnight. Like, have I changed? What's, what's it like being one of the biggest celebrities in the world? And, I mean, I'll go ahead and answer all of the, those questions for you. Um, I am trying to stay humble. It, it's a little hard. I mean, everyone saying, you're so great. You, you're, so, you're the best. We love you. You saved my life. <laughs> you, sa- <laughs> you saved my life. Yeah. Okay. That's going to go to someone's head. But, you know, I'm trying to just, you know, remember my roots, remember where I came from. And I'm just trying to stay humble. And yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Anyway. For today's episode, I was originally going to talk about some things I've been loving recently. Um, I'll give a couple examples, a couple of teasers, but I'm not going to go into too much depth because I'm definitely, you know, going to include these in one of the upcoming episodes. Recently, I've been loving, one, the Bob's Burgers movie, of course. If you know me, this is obvious. If you don't know me, you'll come to learn about my certain connection, love, obsession with Bob's Burgers. Don't worry, you'll be caught up. I've also been loving chicken salad. This is kind of a weird one, kind of out of nowhere. Um, I just don't think it gets enough hype, and I think more people need to be talking about chicken salad. But I'll get into that. And lastly, something, you know, I don't really want to get political on this podcast. But it's just something I I feel like I need to talk about. MasterChef Junior. This season, I, I've just never been so invested in a reality TV show in my life. MasterChef Junior has completely taken over my mind for the past I don't know, like a month. And for those of you who don't know, it comes out every Thursday. So this Thursday, you know, I was so excited. It's the semifinals. I love all of the kids in it. So it's, you know, like really a Sophie's Choice type thing. I'm going through like which kid do I want, which two kids do I want to go to the final? It's something I've really been struggling with, but I'll get over it. Okay, I actually lied. I do know who I want to win. I I don't I don't just know the two Master Chef Junior kids that I want to go into the finals. I know I want to win the whole thing. But, you know, now that I have such a powerful influence and now that I'm like, you know, really getting used to you know, the new space I'm in, 
I don't really feel comfortable, you know, saying which MasterChef Junior can I want to win because I don't want to swing. I, you know, I wanted to have an authentically. I don't want to swing the the judges one way or another. I mean, Gordon, I'm sure Gordon Ramsay cares a lot about what I have to say. So that's that on that. Anyway, so it's Thursday and, you know, I get my snacks. I pop myself on the couch. I actually tested positive for COVID this day for the second time, even though I'm like as vaccinated and as you can be. And, you know, I just had it in at the end of January, but, you know, some of us are lucky and I got it again. Anyway, so it's actually Friday morning when I go to watch this. A little pick me up, a little COVID pick me up. I log on to the YouTube TV thing in my living room and I'm scrolling through the MasterChef Junior episodes and, you know, I do not see the semifinals and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Where is it? And, you know, I've I've been patient. I've already waited an extra 12 hours than I needed to. I thought it would be right there. You know, I could fast forward through the commercials, don't even have to wait. No, it's not there. So... So I asked my mom, where is it? Now, I don't know if you know this, but there's a certain hearing going on, which requires primetime television about the January 6th insurrection thing. So they have completely taken over the MasterChef Junior slot, and it has been pushed back to Tuesday. I know, I know, you're probably really upset. You're probably as upset as I am, if not more. But I, I guess I'm going to have to get over it or write a strongly worded letter letter to Congress or something. I don't know. I haven't actually decided, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, for this episode, I was going to talk about all of those things that I just mentioned to you. But then I kind of had this idea. I was kind of feeling a little, I don't know if I would say down in the dumps, but feeling a little angsty today um, because it's Sunday. Now, some people love Sundays. I am not one of those, those people. I hate Sunday. Sunday is my least favorite day of the week. Absolute least favorite. It Like, I'm fine with all of the other ones. Sunday is pretty much the only one I have a problem with. But yeah, I'm going to give my opinion on these hot button issues. First thing I already mentioned, number one on my list, in no particular order, Sundays. I hate Sunday. I think it's because, you know, obviously I went to school for like 15 years or something ridiculous like that. Actually, oh, my dog barked. Actually, I'm still in school. I'm currently going to be a senior in college. So I think I hate Sunday because it's like, oh my God. I can't tell if he's trying to agree with me or what. Okay, sorry about that. Anyway, since I am, you know, a scholar, I think I hate Sundays because it's, it's the day when the weekend's over. It's when I have to stop having fun and playing with my friends and I have to, you know, do all of the homework I've been putting off for the past three weeks, try to do it all in one day, and get ready for school on Monday, which, no, I mean, I wouldn't say no one wants to do it, but 
No one I know wants to do it. It's no fun. Also, Sunday just has a bad vibe. You know, people talk about the Sunday scaries. It's not really something I experience because I'm hungover very often. Actually, pretty much never. But I am scared of how much I hate Sundays. It just has a bad vibe. Sunday just gives off an icky vibe. Also, I don't know how many people will get this, but I grew up in South Carolina, which is in the Bible Belt. Super religious area. Sorry I'm mansplaining so much. Something about having a podcast just really brings out the worst in me, I guess. But anyway, not only, you know, growing up was Sunday the day where I was like, oh, my God, I have to do like 100 million hours of homework. But my time is cut in half because I might have to go to church today, which also I am not a religious person. So I never wanted to go in the first place. And yeah, going going to church or whatever is fine, but not if you're not interested in it. I mean, I was basically, you know, enlisted to go. No, I can't. <laughs> I was basically forced to go watch paint dry for, you know, anywhere from one to three hours. And I don't think any kid should have to go through that. Next thing on my list I hate. Parades. I absolutely hate parades. Specifically, I hate the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Ultimate. This actually might be number one on my hate list, but I'll reserve that, making that statement for later. I just think parades are one of the dumbest things in the entire world. Except with, with the exception of, you know, like a political parade, like a pride parade or like a a protest, anything. Love all of that. Like, that's so much fun, so cool. But specifically, I just have a qualm with the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I think it's so dumb. Why are all of these... I'm going to actually pull up a little to really, you know, get my gears grinding. Picture of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Look at... Oh, my God. Okay, Right now I'm looking at a picture of Baby Yoda, the giant, you know, balloon things. I don't, what? I don't even know what they are. I guess the balloon. And he's like under a net. He looks like he's been captured. I just hate it. Number one, all of, all of the balloon things floating through downtown New York, they all look a little bit off. Like Olaf, I'm looking at a picture of the Olaf balloon. He just looks a little bit off. Like something's up with him. And I can't quite put my finger on it, but I don't think I need to. I think if you saw the picture, you would understand what I'm saying. I think the Thanksgiving Day Parade is dumb. And when my family puts it on on Thanksgiving, I immediately want to scream and cry and flip over the table with all of the food on it. And I want to switch the channel to the dog show. I think the dog show on Thanksgiving is objectively better. And I'll get into that another day. But well, I'll save that for for a Thanksgiving special episode of this podcast. But I've got to move on. Oh, this this is a big one. I don't know if this is a pet peeve or something I hate or, you know, a little bit of both. Or maybe they're all the same thing. As you may know, probably not. Because I don't know any of you except for 
My mom. Hi, mom. Anyway. Some people have a little bit of this thing called anxiety. I am one of those people. You tell me what restaurant we're going to. Unless I'm, like, with my family and I'm with a trusted group, I'll be... And I don't know why this is. If I'm going out to dinner with, like, you know, my close friends, my family, I don't need to look at the menu four hours ahead and know exactly what I'm going to order. If I'm going out, say, like, with a friend's family or a group of new friends or, like, the family of my significant other, I'm going to need to see that menu at least, you know, three hours before the dinner so I can annotate it, go through every item on the menu, really rank my choices and have be able to make a confident decision when we arrive at the restaurant. Also, another thing, dinner is my favorite meal of the day. And as I often say, it's one of my favorite hobbies. Going to dinner is one of my favorite activities. So I really like to make an educated choice. You only get, well, I guess you don't only get one dinner a day. If you want more, go for it. But typically there's only one dinner a day. So I I like to make that experience the best that it can be for myself. So I have, anyway, I'm getting to the point. I hate when I get to a dinner and everyone's looking at the menu. I, you know, I already know what I want because I looked at the menu three hours ago, but I'm like pretend looking. I'm like, oh, ooh, this might be good. Ooh, okay, yeah, ooh, ooh, maybe I'll try that. Caesar salad, whatever. I hate when I'm looking at the menu and then someone just pipes up and they're like, what if we just like ordered a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of like random stuff off the menu and shared? When I hear that, a concerning amount of rage is unlocked in my body. Yeah, it scares me. It, It probably scares the people I'm at dinner with too, but I'm just sitting there and I'm trying to, you know, control myself. Because not only have I decided what I wanted for dinner three hours ago and gone through, you know, Venn diagram after Venn diagram trying to decide what I wanted to be my final selection, but I'm also somewhat of a picky eater, which, oh, and I have a food allergy, which really also limits my choices. And I know what a lot of you are probably thinking. You're probably thinking, oh my God, you have a food food allergy? That is so embarrassing. Yeah, I know. And you might be also thinking that food allergies are natural selection, you know, at its finest. But I'm here with a counter argument. And that counter argument is hot girls have food allergies. So I'm just, I'm going to put that out there. So anything with shellfish in it can't have. And then, you know, I'm picky, which I get is my problem. But it does mean that I'm not going to want to share five random dishes. I'll share appetizers any day of the week, but not entrees. And yeah, and I know as you're listening to me talk about how much I hate sharing, you know, when someone just says, hey, let's share share some entrees. Let's just order a bunch of random stuff. I know you're probably thinking, oh my God, this is one uptight little lady. (laughs) But I have never claimed to be easygoing. And I will have no problems 
as long as I can pick my own entree. So if you want to call me uptight, then I guess I'm uptight. That's how I feel about that. Now, I know I probably sound like I'm complaining a lot, which I am, but this is my way of getting through the Sunday scaries. I mean, if you're feeling a little icky on the little icky, sticky, wicky, a little icky on the inside, sometimes you have to let that shit out. And I mean, honey, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm letting it out. And, And honestly, I mean, none of the stuff that I'm talking about really matters that much, except for, I mean, I'll, I'll let you decide if this matters, but these are all just dumb complaints. The next thing I hate, I absolutely hate Times Square. I think it is so scary. All of the people walking around, this kind of relates to the, um, my qualm with the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I absolutely hate seeing the people like dressed as Elmo who it looks like Elmo just like fought a battle against the sewer rats of New York and climbed out of the sewer and now he's trying to get you to take photos with him. It's terrifying and I hate it. Not only there there's also like scary Paw Patrol people and like all sorts of like I don't know Blue's Clues characters and they all look like they just went to battle under under the tunnels of New York and climbed out and are now trying to get you to take photos with them. And I hate it. And it's scary. Also, I've been to Times Square at night, as many of you probably have. If you haven't, it should be dark, you know. It's night. But Times Square, it's almost brighter at night than it is during the daytime because of all of the goddamn bill, billboard light things. I don't even know what they are. And I hate them. And they're scary. And they're all just advertisements. And it's very, you know, not to give a little goal. But it's all about capitalism. And like, buy this, buy this. It's just, I hate it. It's scary. However, Times Square, if you're listening, and you're like, oh, we were just about to offer you like an ad, like a, like a huge display for your podcast. Yes, I will accept. But I will not go visit it myself. And now that I'm going through, you know, and kind of seeing seeing where some items on my hate list kind of overlap, I think I might just have a problem with New York as a whole. New York City as a whole. I actually know that I do as a visitor. Not my favorite place, but I'll get into that another day. So I'm moving on to the last part of my hate list. And... This is in no way a comprehensive list. I'm sure there are many more things I can put on here, but I just wanted to highlight, you know, the top, like, mm, seven things I hate. So I've already talked about four. The last three things. They all happen to be old white, related to old white men. I don't know if that, like, is a coincidence or what, but I'll just, you know, throw that out there. The, The first of these three things that I hate. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is terrifying. I hate it. I can hardly bring myself to look at a photo of it. Actually, I'll do that right now, though. Yeah, I hate it. It's so unnatural. 
And it's just weird. Their heads are so big. The precedence. And I get, yes. Thank you. I mean, Teddy Roosevelt, I, I'm pretty sure, was the main reason why they built this. Because he, had, like, started the national parks or whatever. Yeah. I love a national park. As long as I'm driving through it and, you know, don't have to go hike up a goddamn mountain or anything like that. I am I am the biggest fan of the national parks. I love a national park. I, you know, drive drive my side of the car, drive my window up to a moose. Let me snap some paparazzi photos of it. I love that shit. But I mean, the second <laughs> the second you try to get me out of the car and hike up a mountain, then I'll start, you know, cursing Teddy Roosevelt's name for cre- creating the national parks. But that, yeah. Thank you, Teddy. But no, I do not need your giant ass head carved into the side of a mountain. It's something I can't get behind, and I refuse to get behind it. Next thing I hate related, you know, in this realm, Colonel Sanders. Anytime I see a KFC commercial, come on, you know, the television or my iPad or my phone or whatever, I immediately want to upchuck and throw my phone across the room. Colonel Sanders, for some reason, is so terrifying to me. And, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to a, to, to a man of service, a man from the military, but I absolutely hate Colonel Sanders and he scares the ever-living shit out of me. And I'm pretty sure it could have something to do with the fact that he's, like, his brother is, like, a like a serial killer or something. I'm pretty sure Colonel Sanders is in some way related to John Wayne Gacy. Don't take this as fact. Now, I may be spreading a little bit of disinformation against the KFC community, and for that I apologize. But, I, you know, I'm doing my best. It's just something... I've convinced myself of, and I'm not saying, you know, it runs in the family. I'm just saying I'm not going to take that risk. I would also just like to add that I don't hate all, you know, men who are mascots for fast food restaurants. Ronald McDonald and I have no problems. He's never done anything to me. I'm not scared of him at all. But Colonel Sanders is on my shit list, and I hate him. Lastly, this is where I think. Some people might disagree with me. I hate Mr. Rogers. He scares me. I'm not talking like the Tom Hanks Mr. Rogers. Like he he's weird. Like the whole idea of Mr. Rogers kind of weirds me out. And I know he's all about like positivity and blah, blah, blah. And like I'm being a little bit negative right now. But I hate Mr. Rogers and he scares me. And to make matters worse, my freshman year of college... You know, first semester, they you get you get to your dorm. For those of you who don't know, at my school, how they did it is you have a little, a cute little name tag on your door, and the and the door the floor has a a little theme. My floor's theme was like astrology zodiac, and we all had little star constellations everywhere. How fucking cute is that? I go home for Christmas break, winter break. What do I see? <laughs> what do I see when the elevator doors open 
on my floor. I'm lugging in my suitcase that, you know, I have all of my spring clothes packed, even though we got sent home for COVID this semester. Little did I know. But maybe that was okay because when I get off the elevator, I see Mr. Rogers' face plastered everywhere on my floor in big white letters that says, Welcome to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Uh, Okay, so I no longer feel safe in my own home because Mr. Rogers is everywhere. His stupid little red sweater is plastered all over my personal dorm room door, and I absolutely hated it. And I did not feel like I was in a safe space. But lucky for me, I guess, we were only there for about six weeks before we got sent home because of a little thing called the coronavirus pandemic. Okay, I'm kind of out of breath now, but thank you guys for coming back to episode two of my podcast. I've had so much fun slandering these topics and letting out a little hate on this Sunday. Maybe I'm honestly feeling so much better. I think I cured the Sunday scaries by being acting like a little bitch for the last 20 minutes, but that's okay. Maybe maybe that's what I needed. So thank you so much for listening, and I will see you again tomorrow or the next day or whenever. I'll see you soon for another episode. Bye!